are Gen Z workers too entitled? Today, we're not gonna lie. Welcome to a new episode of Not Gonna Lie People. Today we are here to talk about a very, very exciting thing. And if you've noticed, we have a new set because it's homelier, cozier to make room and make space for even more intimate conversations. Wow. So today, right, we're here because we want to talk about the whole phenomenon of Gen Z workers. Mm. And so I have with me, right, a panel of generations. Everybody come welcome our two guests. Hello. Maybe you can tell us what your names are. Okay, my name is Shun Yi. Hello. Yep, and I'm Wesley. Okay, so we've got them, right? Because Shun Yi actually is a millennial. We are both millennials, lah, yes, but I am are. on the younger end of the millennial okay, spectrum. Right the borderline. The beginning, yeah. That's right. Borderline so we also represent yeah. two different groups of people. But Shun Yi is here because Shun Yi, you are leading a bunch of, managing a bunch of 20-year-old employees, lah, right? I yep. guess there are a range of 20s, right? Some right. of them are in their early, early 20s, late yes. 20s. But I guess you have a lot of experience working with Gen Zs. And Wesley is here because he's the Gen Z on our panel. Wow. Wow, uh, borderline just made it. Nineteen ninety-seven, guys. Basically, you just started work last year. Yeah, uh, right. I just started like in June, um, wow, like okay. fresh out of like uni. I graduated um, April, then June I started work. Yeah, right. So, okay. First job. So yeah. you're gonna give us a lot of insight, lah, as to what Gen Zs are like. Yeah, I know all the inside scoop about you know what young <laughs> people are looking for. So, yeah. So first question for today: Are Gen Z workers entitled? Yes or no? No. Yes, okay. definitely more than my generation, I think. Okay, okay. okay. On, on what grounds do you say that? <laughs> okay, the, the battle has started. But let me tell you first, okay, why we wanted to talk about this today, right? It's because in preparation for this episode, I spent one hour reading a total of two articles about how Gen Z workers are a certain way. Okay, I read more than that. I read about five. Wow. So Gen Z workers, right, are accused to be entitled because they have a whole long list, right, of what they would consider an ideal workplace. So let me just list a few, okay, okay. from my memory. Uh, okay. Gen Z workers want a workplace that has work-life balance, that has good compensation, Everyone has does, good yeah. benefits such as mental health day. Uh, mm. They would okay. like to be in a workplace that is environmentally conscious, cares about sustainability, cares about social impact. Yeah, it depends. Um, yeah. They also... Uh, want to have down. flexible work, so want to be able to work from home, want to be able to remote work mm-hmm. and all this. Anyone, and who, anyone who say they, doesn't, they don't stop want Stop defending to, your generation yeah, already. So <laughs> anyone who say that they don't want to work from home, right, is lying or think their boss is watching them, okay? So just say. Shuni, do you want to work yeah. from home? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, with this whole long list, right, and I mean, there's, there's a lot more of elaboration, yeah. but I think it is quite safe to say that what Gen Zs look for in a workplace, right, it's a bit different uh, from mm. what previous generations will look for. I am yeah. about like five years ahead of you, Wesley. Mm. And I would say that even for myself, right? Like at that point when I was looking for work, it did not come with such a long list of yeah. requirements. Okay. And most maybe like, okay, I think about compensation, uh, benefits, but I don't really think so much about flexibility, progression from the get-go. Mm. So these are things that I think are a lot more apparent today. Yeah. Okay, so today, yeah. right, we want to have this discussion to find out yeah. How different it really is, lah. Sure. So, Shun Yi, I want to ask you. I'm so curious because you you manage a bunch of Gen Z workers, yes. and right. a lot of them are behind in the, the whole range of twenties. <laughs> behind the camera, So, I want to find out, right? What are some of the most puzzling observations you have yeah, of Gen Z okay. workers? I think the list that you just listed, right? I think it's already quite like the list, but. I think more than that, right? It's well, more, more of the no, no. It's more of the attitude of like, like they come and they expect 
almost like the company to kind of suit them. Right. Yeah, lor, guys. Like, why like, like that? Our generation <laughs> is really like you go there. Wow, like if like you you deal with very very difficult colleagues or like just people with different working style, you are the one who has to learn to adapt, man. You are the one. You are the newbie here. You are like you're the one who has to work hard for your place or your voice to be heard, right? But like here, like I as in not here, like but like now, I feel like that that's the expectation. Like they come in, they expect these benefits, right? Mm. And mm. I, th- I think the that extent could be a whereby, like exaggeration. Not not exaggeration. It's more like. <laughs> they really are puzzled why uh. the company cannot provide it like immediately. Okay. But it may be like, oh, we did consider all this because it's kind of new, mm. like coming out of the pandemic, like this whole mental health right. awareness, work from home flexibility right. and everything. There, there is a progress where the company needs to catch up. Yeah. But um, whether or not you're okay with it not happening immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you feel that companies need to catch up, right? Like you feel that it's if those companies that have not implemented, let's say, care for mental health for your for your employees, or I mean, that's a, a step further. Even like mm. simple things like working from home, flexibility. You feel like companies that don't apply that are need to catch up eventually. Is so it? I really depend. I think it really depends on the company's work also. I okay. can't say for yeah. sure for yeah. every industry also. You see, yeah. so I I mean, and it really depends on the bosses and the way that they, mm. their leadership is as well. Okay. There are just a lot more things that I think as a boss, as an employer, you need to think about. Yeah. Like your overheads and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel that as if a company, right, every the kind kinds of company that everybody uses laptop, mm. right, confirm can remote work. Yeah. Because if you t- tell me things about <laughs> overhead, right? You tell me things about overhead, right? Actually Renting an office space is a huge overhead, you know? Like yes, isn't yes. yeah, isn't that like one of your biggest overheads? And I mean of course the employee uh, manpower cost or that is really like, you know, paid uh, to us. So don't don't consider those things. But the biggest overhead is probably you know, probably rental, the office space. So actually I wanna save you money, eh. Like you know, let me work from home is saving you money. No, really? As in you say that no, now la, I don't but believe as that a Gen Z worker, well. are you Heart of hearts, ah, you really want to work from home because you want to save your company money. <laughs> eh? It's no not my blah, blah. first priority. It's not my first priority, but it is quite. Is it even your second priority? <laughs> <laughs> no, as an employer, right, I would say I don't necessarily really agree right. with that because, okay. like, even like for example, for Apple, right, like mm. Pixar, like, okay, yeah, like when the 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 actual building, right, yeah. The central piece, right, is the area where people can gather. People can have casual conversations, mm. can have like, you know, exchange of ideas. And that's what makes the entire place thrive, you know. Sure. And I feel like that that kind of thing is what eventually makes an employee actually stay a longer time. Like a good company culture where you actually can make friends. There are some team dynamics. You know you're working towards a common vision. Mm. And I don't think that entire thing is necessarily translatable online. Yeah, so there's completely. more la, to there's yeah. more to the whole working from home, working from office debate. Yeah, so the investment. Yeah, so the investment in office space is actually for you to have the investment in culture. Yeah, the innovation to yeah. like have conversation and eventually for people to stay longer. So I don't have to keep training new people. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Wait, I'm gonna jump in here because this work from home and work from office debate, right? It's gonna get heated. <laughs> but I'm very curious because the starting point of this, right, yeah. was yeah. that you said that they have certain like expectations and yes. they perhaps expect their opinions to be held a certain way. In your observation, yes. how do Gen Z's typically deal with it when their opinion is not valued? <laughs> or maybe not heard and weighed in in that way? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether like it just amounts to like then just office talk among the Gen Z's and like, oh, 
the younger people thinks in this manner and then like the older generation like all don't understand like hi yeah mm. but actually i feel like there really is a different perspective they really we really do see the world a bit differently there are different considerations that we have and whether or not y'all are able to accept it right that like we hear your feedback but we are not necessarily going to address every feedback mm. and we're not necessarily going to address the feedback the way y'all want it mm. and in the time that y'all want it to be mm-hmm. yeah, okay. addressed fair enough I, I, I think that there is also a space that you know if let's say we know why um, our feedback is not being taken like for example working from home right or our, <laughs> our suggestions are not being taken right if the barriers or the blockers mm. are shared with us right I feel like we can also problem solve together you know like actually okay, one, one um, article I saw about you know recently all the retrenchments the yeah, firm's yeah. retrenchments mm-hmm. right? yep, yep. actually I saw this very interesting uh, contrarian view right where they felt that actually the way that these retrenchments were handled are super bad because mm. if you're going to cut off 10% of your workforce what they could do instead right is ask all the employees if they would be willing to take a 10% pay cut you know, like if yeah. someone asked that question, maybe they could problem solve together. So people felt like if you ask me for my for how to solve this problem of facing this economy together, we could deal with a ten percent pay cut. For uh, example, but this is the person who lost their job or the person who still has their job. So everybody lose ten percent so that you won't be in the lottery for return. I think those who still have their job won't want to cut ten percent. And before before you make a decision to cut. I guess people, right? like, I think there are people that will be willing to do that you know? we, are, we are willing to problem solve together yeah. mm. but we sometimes feel that the older generation are not willing to listen perhaps because they just feel like oh, you know, I eat more salt than you eat rice that kind of thing yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether that's an assumption also you know what I mean like mm. for example for the Google thing as an employer I, think I don't really agree with the method that they did it but I can understand mm. what it means to really look at the times ahead right and think about strategically if I have like this amount of employees and I'm going to steer the ship a different way. Mm. I, I do need to lighten load, you know, to mm. steer the ship. And that may not mean I, a 10% because the people that are still on the ship, right, may no longer be strategic for the new mm. direction. Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that may not be understood by everybody. Yeah. Then I have to go to everybody to communicate this and then get their buy-in before Wait, I fire why, them. Why are you making it sound so <laughs> difficult? Know. Communicating to everybody <laughs> in your company, right? It's just one email. Yeah. Like, no lah, like but you you think about email. it, right? I I feel the okay. way Gen Zs are is that it's not just an email because the email will result in a TikTok video. Okay. The email will result in people right. coming up to say that or, or posting on LinkedIn to okay. say that this was what was done. They just send an email and like, wow, they are so heartless. You know, I work for them for like how many mm. years? Ah, yeah, they just sent me with one email. Eh. Okay. So it's not just an email. It's yeah. a conversation, and I think. Yeah. different people have different expectations on the dynamics of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I feel that if, for example, the company, right, mm. like um, if they asked, um, like the company retrenches 10%, right, big tech firm, and like they ask the employees, hey, um, would you rather 10% pay cut or we cut 10% of our staff, right, that kind of thing. Like, and, and that question was asked and then they replied, uh, uh, Okay, the the cut ten percent of pay that kind of thing. Then mm. they say, mm, actually, that's not the one we will choose, and they explain why, right? Oh, yeah. because you have a different strategic vision. We're going a different way. Actually, I think I would be quite happy. Like, even if it's not taken, but because I understand, but you can that accept it's being la. To, yeah, I can accept that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. most people, reasonable people, yeah. can accept yeah, yeah. that. No, no. So I think my personal opinion then is, the that's the feeling of entitlement maybe mm. to my generation that like every of your opinion needs a conversation but sometimes oh. as an employer there right. are just a lot of things that yeah. are we that it's not possible to have a conversation about every single decision that the that 
that it needs to be made lah. Yeah. Mm. And then like yeah, so so that's 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 the feeling that I get as an employer. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, so on this point, right, as a Gen Z, and I mean if you speak on behalf of your friends at all, mm. do you feel like you're entitled to a voice? Mm, I wouldn't say so much entitled to a voice. Yeah. I feel more that any uh, good employer would want to listen to the employees. I mean, after all, you, mm. you hire them because they have something, yep. mm, you know, okay. worth their salt, right? Yep. Yeah, so I wouldn't say that, you know, oh, we must speak out on every single thing, right? Yep. If you all choose to order uh, Thai fun for our company bonding rather than Mi Pok, right? Like, I, I won't be like, wow, why they never ask us? But if it's like, you know, to the point of, say, cutting a job, yep. or cutting like the, the manpower, these kind of things, and these kind of things probably, right, if you want to co-create together, I would feel, you know, those are worth uh, conversations. Uh, yeah, conversations. Yep. Would mm. you think so? Yeah. I don't know eh. I'm not sure where I stand. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, I believe that conversations are made, but probably not to the level that Right, like not to the most bottom level, you know what I mean. I I'm it, very yeah. sure that there are conversations up higher, mm. like in other, like in the managerial or, or like the executive. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, but not not to the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think junior level, lah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that can be. Yeah, that's possible. I think that many times, I guess, like you know, um, executive board, they they trust managers to represent. Yep. You know, even junior levels and things like that. But I think as long as we know that there is that kind of consultation, it's not just a top-down thing. Mm, yeah. Yep. And even that trust between the juniors and managers, I think you know things things can go quite smoothly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So other than this, right, Shani, mm. are there other like maybe slightly puzzling observations or differences like, that you noticed? Okay, I don't think it's puzzling, but there's definitely a difference maybe in a way that um, my boss would give me feedback mm. versus the way I feel like I need to give feedback to... When you were younger... No, no, even right even now. More. That means okay. it's like okay. how my bosses of the previous generation right. and the way that they treat... They give me feedback. Mm. Uh, usually it's like very, very direct and like in my face. Uh, and I... I don't think like like if I mean I don't, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong like, like I feel like if I were to just give that straight feedback to mm. my younger employees some may not be able to take it so yeah. uh, well la. like I yeah. feel like I do need to have a better like have a relationship with them to like mm. really understand where they're struggling at and stuff like that before mm. like I uh, share a feedback and then also share how we can journey together out of the feedback. <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to slide in an example. I have yeah. an experience where this person was late. Okay. Yeah, okay. And I, I gave feedback mm. that the person should not be late. Yeah. And then the person um, felt that I, I did not consider mm. the context as to why he or she was late and, and mm. felt that I should have asked like, why were you late? Uh, okay. Hear the whole story out, right? But actually, there, there was a pattern and the person has been consistently late. La. Right. Mm. So, am I as the supervisor wrong to say that being late is absolutely wrong? No, le, but because to me, it's black and white, you know. If you are late, you should know that you are late. Yeah, and therefore, the owner, like, if I, if I was the employee that was late, I came in late, right? I would feel that the onus is on me. That I'm so sorry for being late, mm. right? Um, I will explain myself, but you are also in the la. right. Yeah, yeah. Also in, so even my university days, right? I come late for class or submit late, right? I tell wrong my teachers, wrong. "Hey, I'm so sorry. It was late. I own it first. But this happened, blah blah blah. Therefore, it was late. Uh, however, I also say, right? Hey, I I trust that you know, uh, uh, 
the decision is, is yours, like it's in your hands. I don't say so that. So can you really to... accept that you give context and an explanation and to you it is the person gives you zero, like your, yeah, your, your, and the person yeah. really punish you for it. I can because like usually it's like in some policy, somewhere like, even yeah. in my con- like contract, right? Employee contract, right? Like I know that it says 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So I know if I if I come late, right? And it's it's something I should own up yeah, to. But yeah. but then sometimes it's like then like the other argument, right? Is yeah. flexible law, like I got finished my work while even if I late. Mm. But I got finished my work, what? Then how? But if we agree on already, then, then it's, it's, it's late law. But so to me, that one is like black and white. Ma. But let's say like quality, you know? Like oh. I really put a lot of thought into mm. this. Then you say like, you know, if you just like come out the, the gates no, and no, say, yeah, yeah why, you, why you anyhow do, right? Mm. Why you never put thought into it? Do you think you feel this more yeah. because you are like a fresh grad? Mm, like feel what more? Like, the like this whole like, Actually, I really try, but like, if it's not up to standard, maybe it's because I really like don't know how to do lah. Yeah, I think I think a bit. I think as a as a mm. fresh grad, right? Wow, like, cause I'm what seven months into my yep, this yep. like first job out of university. Like, I was surprised at number one how hard it is. Right, like <laughs> I struggle. Eh, like, like you know, there's so many things I feel like. Um, if I guess my boss hand the work to me and expect me to know how to do automatically, but actually I need to go, go and Google how to do yeah. this, yeah, yeah, ask yeah, people yeah. how to do this first before I even start doing. Yeah, and, mm. and there's no way for mm. me while doing right to confirm whether correct or wrong, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, especially depends on how much bandwidth my boss has, right? Then like mm. only sometimes when I hand in the, the assignment, the document, right? That I realize, oh, actually, it's, it's not totally wrong. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally, or sometimes like, it's like, yeah, so like after many times, like, oh, totally wrong. I try my best, oh, totally wrong. I put so much thought, I incorporate new feedback, well, I still got so many things wrong. Then after that, eh, suddenly I hand in something I'm not so confident about. I hand in, then I, my boss is like, good work. I said, whoa, like, how, like I don't even mm. know what I did wrong, what I did right. To me, it's just like a trial and error. I push some, bu- push some <laughs> buttons and then somehow it, you know, it worked. Somehow, somehow it didn't work. And so that, that to me, like, that mm. was a, okay. uh, one of the experiences I had. La. And and it got me a bit like confused also sometimes. Like, wow, like how come I'm doing well? Sometimes how come I'm doing, not doing well also? Mm. Yeah, so there's a lot of confusion, right? So I feel that if my boss asked, like, you know, like ever asked me like, oh, how did I arrive there? Then I think I will understand how I got there was good or bad. And then mm. in the future I can replicate it. Yeah. Right. But I think it's down to a mentoring philosophy also la, for, mm. for employers, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I guess going back to the whole idea about entitlement, right? Mm. Like on this topic of like I guess giving feedback and yep. like even like giving correction where where yeah. it's required, right? Do you feel like you your context should be heard? Because that that is the whole idea of being entitled, right? Mm. That you feel like you should be your your context should be weighed into consideration. Mm. The person should understand yeah. what you went through before yeah. do, like dolling out the eventual judgment. Yeah, mm. I feel I feel that my context is not that okay. You need to hear my context to defend myself. Yeah. But if you sincerely want me to become grow. a better yeah. yeah, be a better employee, right? Hearing my context, hearing how I thought about it, yeah. will actually help me grow. Yeah, because if not, right, I'm just like okay, try and error, try and error. Don't know, you know, whether why I went, where I went wrong, where mm. I went right, and I feel like. No, it's also quite confu- confusing and discouraging for mm. an employee if I come in and like okay every time I submit I have to like guess okay did I cut it's the right? la, yellow true. wire blue wire that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 actually actually that one I agree I feel yeah. like mm. in this regard I one thing I do enjoy about yeah. Gen Zs is that I see until like very old like, they're only like <laughs> a few years ahead of you yeah. but I, I do enjoy that you are more daring to speak your mind I actually find a lot of joy working with the, the newer generation because of that like, I feel like mm. there are some things in the office right that really wasn't clear mm. like what you mentioned mm. and by them asking questions 
it actually helps to clarify certain processes. Yeah. It sharpens it. Uh. And yeah. yeah, and like why you do certain things. And actually, if you are able to verbalize it, I believe most of the Gen Zs can yeah. take it. One. Like, yeah. like if I'm able to verbalize the reasons why we make certain policies, why we are able, why, like we're able to defend the, re- the decisions yep. and hear them out, may not take their feedback entirely and change the policy, mm. but like I share my point of view and why I made this decision. And like when they give me the feedback, I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Yep. And, but this is what we decided yeah. And this is what we're going to go on with. Most of the Gen Z's are actually able to like yeah. run with the ball. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's quite refreshing to hear actually. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, I feel like, actually a lot of like, I guess younger generation people will feel like we, sometimes we want to rock the boat. We feel like, you know, we want to yeah. give a new feedback. Mm-hmm. We want to say something new. But, but it's a bit scary sometimes because we don't really know uh, whether yeah. like our employers yeah. will feel like you know that's like too much, and I guess you know optics is a big thing, right? If you're the mm. first one to voice out, right? Like it doesn't shine very. Yeah, am I well the rebellious one? Correct. Like am I the you know the troublemaker? Yeah, uh, troublemaker. Am I yeah. a black sheep? You know, it comes. So optics also, I think, comes into play, and and having that fear of what will it you know uh, uh look like. But I think Gen Z generally uh somehow I guess more able to to get get around that. Yeah, do you think y'all are very used to having an opinion because of social media? Hmm, having an opinion. I think everyone's used to having an opinion, but I think that maybe my generation people, we are more assertive about it because I, I think I get quite a lot of confidence over certain opinions I have, right? Because mm. I see thousands of other people agreeing with it online. True. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not the only one yeah. thinking that way. Like we see like TikToks or Instagram posts like, wow, relatable. You know, so a lot of, like, we realize that or a lot of like comments nowadays, right? Like, are we all living the same life? That kind of <laughs> thing. You know, have you seen before? So no, it's like, you know, we, we are. So like, it's like we, we like ha- emboldened by the by yes. like, common experience. Yeah. And so like even talk about work, right? Like, you know, we, we all talk among each other. Like, you know, I know uh, you can get to work from home. Actually, it yeah. makes you do better work, all these kind no, of things. No, so the scary yeah. thing for the employer, right? Is mm. that there is no such um, there's no such opinion online for mm. employers. Like, yeah, from the previous generation. Right. So they don't like the, the the Gen Z, right? They are not opposed to. They are not exposed to that kind of opinion yep. on their social media. And when their boss gives them that feedback, you're like, why? You're the only one who disagree with me, yeah, exactly. no? Mm. Yeah, but so actually, right, exactly all the employers maybe agree with each other. Yeah. They just, they're just not living so much on social media or not on the same social media space. And, and the algorithm will tell you that yeah. it's an echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, everything yeah. you see agrees with you. So that's yeah. the scary thing about... Yeah. That's why sometimes it's like... So when we read like on social media, and this is what like our Gen Z um, staff believes in and... That's why I feel like we need to check more carefully when we speak to them because mm. this is their this is what this Aww. is their perspective, you know, of yeah, life. Maybe a culture gap, right? Yeah. Then, so like yeah. I need to cross. I say I understand. Mm. This is <laughs> where you come from. Yeah. But I have so to tell you <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's the balance I I I do have to do yeah. la at work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is that necessarily wrong? Like adjusting your management style to this generation knowing that mm. this really is their reality law they are no, exposed so that's to why i say opinions. that the entitlement thing right i feel like is what every generation will say to the generation after them one okay yeah, yeah. i mean like my parents <laughs> will say i am entitled you know then i will say my children are entitled yeah. because because really the environment and the culture that we live in is it's really different, different really different now. Now. Yeah. yeah and like no, and technically if we're doing our job right we should be making life easier lah for the next generation. Mm. They after that, don't turn around and scold them for being entitled. La. <laughs> Help them, you know, to grow up in that new environment that yes, we yes, work hard yes. to curate for them. Correct, actually. correct, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. correct. 
Yeah la. So it's like it's really true. It's like everyone will say like, oh, the army gets easier and easier every year. That kind of thing. Like work culture really gets easier and easier. Like now la. Like people tell me they can go like what vacation, go work <laughs> in Europe for one month, like while working from home. Yeah. Then I mean, to me, as an employer, like I don't think it's possible for you to work when you're in Europe, la, Honestly, yeah, like really, you really, really like. can put in eight hours of honest work. Like I, yeah. as in, I really don't think so, la, Yeah, and mm. the other thing is like from this point, right? Is the whole idea of like the loyalty to a company kind of a vibe, you know? Like, um, not so much of the number of years, but like, are you for the company or do you expect the company will be for you? Mm. Yeah, it's like when I come in to work for a a, a company, right? As an employer. I want to employ a staff that is for the company as in like you work like you're a good team player yeah you're, you're a good all team player in. you want to contribute like you want to move and progress together you want to work hard and you want to upskill yourself and all that stuff right um, versus the like oh I want to work for this company because it often means all these benefits I can go on vacation I just finished my task can already you know that mm. kind of thing but as a company I, I do see a loss la, yeah, in like having my staff like really uh, being on board on board. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Like people that like um you know give like are more focused on what can I give to the company more than just what can I get from the company. Yeah. If I don't get it, like I I, I yeah, always willing to like something. I'm always looking for a next new thing. Or if I don't right. get what mm. I am here to get, right, then I'm right. off already. Yeah. yeah. As an employer, does that concern you? As in like while you're working, right? Do you feel like your employees, your Gen Z employees have Always one like, eye out. Yeah. Uh, yes, la, and I don't blame them because there really are a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. And of course then it I mean then it does mean that I have to be on my toes also la. Yeah, but I think mm. there is a balance there. I cannot be that I pander to your every need and want. Yeah, la, yeah, la. And just to keep you um mm. when there's really like it's really impossible to please. Yeah, sometimes yeah. lah. Yeah. yeah. But but it's quite it's quite good that you say this, no? Actually like I think it's one of the first time that I like you know have this like self reflexive thought that wow, actually what is in it for me to stay in a company that doesn't offer me the things that I want. Like when I can just you know up and leave anytime I want. Yep. Yeah, like actually as you ask this question or as you share these thoughts, right, I don't really see a reason for me to stay in a company, mm. right, that won't give me what I want. Yeah. Yep. Maybe like loyalty to a boss. But even then mm. if the boss leaves then actually I go so lah, right? Which is quite common lah. Yeah, yeah. Or like or like, you know, how do we even feel an affinity to like an MNC's brand or something? Like what what mm. what is in it for you that you would you know be loyal to a company even though it doesn't give you what you want? Like I try to understand the, the thought the psychology behind that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I understand. So it's very interesting. So why would you you as in like the way you choose companies to work with, right? Mm. Is really purely benefits. And not like the vision of the company, what the company believes in. Like, is it aligned to your values? Is it aligned to what you you want to contribute to society in the long term? Like, I don't know whether that is even a consideration or is it mm. really just, oh, in the two, three years I'm here, how much pay I can get? Mm. How much flexibility I can get? How much mentorship I can get? Mm. Versus the vision of the company and like, like is this a good company contributing to society and stuff yep. like that? Like I don't I don't know. Whether, I think that also depends yeah. on individuals, right? Correct. Different people have a different need to connect ma, with the company's vision. Like the mm. ability to find Fair personal enough. meaning in your yeah, work. To some people it doesn't really matter as much. And I, I feel mm. that that's okay. Mm. Mm. It's just that if that's the way you approach work, then naturally it affects la, the mm. how connected you feel to your work, how mm. yep. affectionate you feel about yep. the work you do. 
Yeah. So I think as an employer, then that would be something, that would be a quality that I wish my staff would have, la, that they would believe in mm. the vision that my mm. company has. Yeah. Uh, like, like, like even if in the most retail commercial companies, they all have a reason why the company exists. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And if that like really resonate with you, then maybe it's not so much of what you can get also lah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what my I guess one of the obstacles mm. I, I, I feel you know buying into that, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, I can be loyal to a company, right? But I know, right, as much as the company says like it's for the world, vision, mission, right? When the economy is not going well, right? Yep. There's no reason it wouldn't come here. And so you ask me to be loyal to a company, yes. right? But is the company really loyal to me, right? Yep. And and I think more and more people we don't really get the sense that our companies are loyal to us, yep. right? Yep. Uh, but more of okay, using us then in exchange, right? Kind of like a social contract, right? Is that they give us these benefits in return, mm. Yeah. So then the benefits are what speaks, not you yes, know yes, some yes. brand or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I personally feel like just now Shani mentioned this and I, I like her definition of loyalty actually mm. that it's not just about the amount of time mm. you spend yep. in a company because I feel like that's what it used to be. Mm. Like right. like you take pride in the fact that you're in the same company for like many, many years, right? But yeah. even like in to my peers it's like we don't really think about that. Even my uncles and aunties, they, they do jump from bank to bank, for example, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. salary lah, practically. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like that idea that actually loyalty is not just the amount of time because I think you can stay at a company for a really long time and actually not be all in. Yeah. You're just there because it's safe for you and yeah. it gives you an income, right? I would much rather have a staff who is here for one year, but in that one year, you really give it yeah. your all. And I think that actually speaks more about work ethic yeah. rather than like, as a person, am I loyal? As a generation, yes. are we loyal? Yep. So, so I, I mean, what Wesley said about the whole, like, actually the company is not loyal to me. The company may cut me anytime. What I guess I would say to that is that maybe you make a decision as an individual law. What is your personal work ethic? Mm. Just because yeah. the company will treat you like that in a time of recession, yeah. um, is that enough reason la, for yeah. you to then be a worker who is half in, like, you know, I mean, personally, I, yeah. I don't think I would want to work like that just because you spend so much time at work. Yes. Like, I'm Always the kind of person talking. that, yeah, if you're yeah. just trying to talking, I just feel like, then just don't work. La. Like, mm. there's no point. La. If I want to do, if I want to be at that job, if I want to do what I'm doing, I would like to at least be connected with yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but also oh, I yeah. think one of the things that um, so I actually pondered this question quite mm. a bit before. That's one time I asked my boss quite shamelessly. Actually, why do you hire me? You know, then I mean, okay. she said her reasons and all that, right? Then after that, I asked, then do you have any concerns? You know, like as you're hiring me, like, because why everything is so good? Then she said, uh, I just don't know how long we can keep you for long. And I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> she also like, honest. Yeah, like, yeah. So like, my, yep. my boss is very, very, I appreciate that about her. Yeah. And, and actually, they got me thinking, like, actually, yeah, you know, like, is that true about me? I realized that actually, what's, what's stopping me also, right? Yeah. So yeah. From leaving? Co- Correct. Oh, why uh. do you stay a certain time? And that's why I asked some of my like seniors at work, like director level, they like had ten year experience, but like three, yeah. four jobs over the years. I asked them what you know um, motivated them to join this this company I'm at or whatever. And a lot of them like have very clear vision of what do I want to accomplish at this company. Mm. For example, I want to build this system. I want to launch that. I want mm. to da da Right, and it was quite clear. Right, mm. to them as they came into the company and then that became that okay la, you know I don't have to stay here for the next 20 years yeah. right? but I don't want to, I want to accomplish this yeah. and they had that kind of pretty clear vision of coming in yeah. mm. and I felt that that was something that I didn't have a, a clear vision of coming into you know, at, at my level mm. you know, because I don't even know what I can contribute yeah, to, exactly. yeah, la, yeah, la. And so to because be for fair, me yeah. 
I, I thought about it. That actually, what for me, the, the thing I'm optimizing for is learning. Then is it really wrong then for me to say that I'm joining a company because yeah. I want to learn, I want to be mm. mentored, nurtured, exposed to, to different things. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not sure like you know, at this stage, is that very wrong to yeah. say? No, I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't see that that is wrong, but then mm. to one, all of that, right? Like to want to learn, to want to mentor, mm. and then also want flexibility, vocation. You all want a lot, a lot of things, lah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, then like, oh, no. as an employer, it's like okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I need to take care of your mental health. Yeah. I need to coach you and give you direct feedback. Fair. I need to like give you flexibility yeah, to do yeah. what you want, and then like you know. Um, yeah. Like, like contact you at your agreed terms yeah, you yeah. know and then when I expect you to like you know put in the hard work uh, put in more hours you're like oh this is not work balance yeah. then it really really is putting the employers at a hard place uh. it's true yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as you say now nah, suddenly here for what is actually being an employer is not easy <laughs> well. yeah, 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 yeah if I was in your shoes la. yeah. yeah it's not easy <laughs> yeah. uh, so how yeah. are we doomed <laughs> No, like, like I think I really, really like appreciate what you said about the work ethics part. Like, mm. I really feel like sometimes, even if the company treats me badly, or mm. like even if my bosses are not like the way I mean, they they can't be perfect bosses around lah, you know, and and like they can't be perfect companies around. You see, yeah. so you are looking for this elusive thing that doesn't appear, right? Mm. But then, how do I, as an employee, be the best I can be? Mm. Yeah, I I feel like. That's the question that that I would yeah. love Actually, for my staff to reflect on also. Yeah, Surely you have some personal experience, right? Because I know that before this, you came from like the production industry. And mm, I mean, yep, I'm not yep, sure whether yep. you guys are familiar with it, but the production and media industry intense. is kind of like known yeah, for intense being quite like right intense, uh, harsh working conditions. Mm, I think yes. even in the power dynamic, it can be quite like... yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Yep. So, I mean, in in your personal experience, how have you navigated this? Yeah, there were incidences, uh, and then like you have nasty nasty clients who mm. throw vulgarities at you. Twenty four hour work days, like comp- like I work straight twenty four hours. Yeah, but I think one of the things that I think maybe because of my faith, there were things that I lived through. Mm. Yeah, but I think I didn't really see it as like oh, uh, like. That means like this this company, this industry, and I mean I mean it was really quite the norm in my era. Mm. And I think the mindset that I had was really like I can grow through through this. Yeah. But we're kind. also not saying like if you're in a toxic workplace then yeah, yeah, just yeah. Uh, and everything and yeah, like yeah, let yeah, people yeah, show yeah. you all correct, the time, correct. right? Yeah, definitely. It's just that you can grow la, even if you are currently in a environment like that. Is no, that I think if you change the, your mindset, I think I don't think you can you should take everything. But yeah. if you change your mindset to like, okay, you really evaluate how long will you be there. Like in yeah. my in the in my workplace, in the very toxic workplace, I already knew it was not a very, very healthy workplace, but I gave myself a year. Oh, yeah, okay. I I was like, okay, I will work at it for a year. I would learn and grow. Mm. Um, I don't agree with certain things, and I do speak up when things get overboard. Mm. Yeah, but I do see that it it was on me to put in the hard work also. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, actually, I can relate. I mean, to this, yeah. right? I mean, you had no reason to put in so much hard work in a place where you know you could have felt like, oh, you were oppressed or like, wow, my boss don't trust me. Clients always so yeah. mean to me. And I feel like. Like in like maybe a lot maybe a lot of people might shut down in light of those 
trials or shut down in light of those difficulties and hardships mm. that they they face at work. Yeah, because like there's almost like no incentive, you know, to to work harder. Yep. You work hard, also cannot go do valley. Of course, cannot go right. No. Yeah, I think I think I can kind of relate to that because I'm in this very interesting um, season because I'm in between jobs right now. Yeah, okay, so I'm okay. I'm like serving like my notice period. You know, after uh, you change job, you 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 change job, right? Then they give you uh, two months before you you know actually end your contract. Right. So I'm in in that in that limbo season now, where actually the truth is, uh, if I do badly, what's the worst worst they're gonna do? Right, fire me? Right? Like, <laughs> like I can't I can't I can't leave my job twice, right? Um, and what's the best they can do? There's nothing, right? There's not they, can, they won't promote me. They'll give me a raise if I do well, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so like. This, these questions of you know how do I conduct myself how do I uh, uh, how do I want to be remembered what mm. what what work ethic do I want to to still put forth uh, right yeah. yeah so those are questions uh, that I had and actually like uh, similar to you like one of the choices I had to make was okay do I right uh, uh, I don't care you know like that <laughs> and and leave the the company right or or do I uh choose to put my head down right continue work hard at the things that I I am assigned right mm. uh so like that's in terms of tasks do I yep. gloat over oh I'm gonna get a, a better job right or something I'm getting out of here that kind of thing or continue to be like respect respectful yeah. honorable to the to the to the current team yep. right do I speak badly of of the of the Management, or whatever, or do I continue to hold them in a in a good light, right? Yep. To to yep. to preserve the unity, like in the company. Because actually, right, at the end of the day, I still do want the company to succeed, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I am exactly. grateful for yep. for what I had mm, experienced, yep. what I had taken and, and grew yeah. in in the past seven months here before I I changed company. Yeah, but but yeah, so how do I want to conduct myself? Yeah, mm. it's a it's a quite an important question, uh, to to ask ourselves whether Gen Z or whatever, yep. um, mm. yeah, in other places, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I really like what you shared, mm. and I guess like from. Since you're in this position now where you yeah. are kind of like transiting right into the next mm. job, from today's conversation, <laughs> are there some things that will make you approach your next job a bit differently? Yeah. Um Yeah, so I guess approaching my, my next job, I think one one thing definitely is uh uh you know, I think just hearing from Shuni how like considerations that, yeah. that employers um, <laughs> have as well. Number one is just like empathy, like wow, it is not easy yeah, to be an employer, right? Uh, though I have many uh, demands and desires and, you know, I guess entitlements, right? Um, there are also difficult decisions to make, la, right? Yep. Trade-offs that, that employers have to make and yep. I guess w- one thing the company to succeed also requires me to be considerate of those trade-offs, mm. right? And, and think in a sense one up, right? Yep. For, for the company as well. Um, yeah, I think the other thing also that we talk about work ethic, right? What am I here to achieve, right? Mm. Not just what can I get from the company, but what am I here to achieve? And I am genuinely excited, right? To mm. achieve things, to accomplish things, to contribute things to my company, yep. right? Um, yeah, and that's something that I'm very sure, uh, you know, regardless Gen Z or whatever, we, we all have that that, that drive to. Yep. Yeah. And it's that that will, it's that desire that will drive me more than, okay, I'm going to stay here because I have work from home days or like I can get to wear berms and crocs, right? To work kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, and I generally do desire that in my mm. in my new job. Yeah, mm. Mm. that's nice to hear. Yeah. Hey, then after mm. like, I guess after this opportunity to get a talk to this like Gen Z boy, right? <laughs> like, boy. do you have any as somebody who leads like Gen Z employees la, Do you have any advice to managers? Because I'm sure. Th- for somebody who grew up in a different generation, yeah. it's not always easy, right? To have to try to understand this new generation, how they think, mm. what's important to them. Yep. So if by any chance we have some older wow. managers watching us. Honestly, I really, really like think that the new generation, I don't think you should come with an assumption that they are not willing to work hard. I mm. feel like they are 
um, there are um, people out there who are still willing to work hard but they want the reason to work hard for also mm. um, yep. they want to know um, how they can be a better contributor and that really is very very different from our generation where we just complete tasks mm. yeah a lot of them they they do want to contribute to an overall um, culture like decision making and um, like shaping the company moving forward and I think it, it is our it's our responsibility also to actually to, ha- to help them to eventually they will also grow into this uh-huh. role of managers I feel mm. Mm. yeah so to give them that space and that exposure to be able to, to speak into that lah. Yeah, and that really does also mean changing the, some of the ways that we think about work lah. especially mm, also yeah. now that we're coming out from a pandemic right um, I feel like the last few years has really been crisis management yeah, for yeah. most companies right but now moving out from a pandemic we are really going to a new normal where the world is is a little bit different mm. uh, not just generations of workers coming in but also just how we all live through a pandemic and how the world has changed in, yeah. in totality right and to really make space for that changes to happen also as managers to navigate that lah. Mm. Yeah. yeah and I think for the Gen Z's is like uh, please show grace like <laughs> like as much as y'all come out from the pandemic we also yeah, so yeah. we don't have it all together yeah. yeah like and we're not gonna make the best decisions always yeah. um, and sometimes really I do see, think that that there is a possibility that they see further into the generation that where, where they are in mm. than we do yeah so to have that space of conversation yeah. Yeah. I actually think that if the Gen Z's are nurtured well right there's a lot of power in that yeah. because the Gen Z's are so like vocal and so unafraid yeah. to be vocal so if there is a way in which we are able to teach them yes. how to manage that how to channel that passion I think even the fact that you know in that list of requirements one of it is like that, that whole concern for the environment yep. social impact the fact that they yep. feel strongly yep. about yes. these kind of things so actually if you can marry their passion right mm. with their competence with developing them with helping them to channel their strengths into the right places. Well, actually, it's very powerful. Eh. And then after Gen Z, right, got Gen Alpha. So yeah. <laughs> actually, if we don't develop yes. the Gen Z well, right, well, it's going to be even harder la, with the yes. next generation. So, yeah. yeah, I really like what you said. I, I do think that as a manager, you are actually quite open-minded and you're very willing to mm. adjust la, to what the generation requires to be developed well. Yeah. So, I mean, on behalf of all your beautiful staff members, I mm. will thank you. La. <laughs> Great yeah. manager. So I I think we had quite an interesting conversation. I don't think it's very often that we get to sit down and like talk about like how each generation views each other. Mm -hmm. So I am excited for I guess what is to come in the next few years, right? As we learn to as we receive more Gen Z workers, Wesley and people his age are what the first Gen the Z batch, the first Gen yeah. Z batch. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, it's coming. But if we learn how to lead our Gen Z workers, well, actually, I think there's a lot of potential in yes, that. Yes. Yep. So yep. are Gen Z's entitled? Kind of. Uh, <laughs> okay, when he said one, I said one. Okay, but... Yeah. Growing, la, growing. Yeah. All developing and yes, growing. Yes, yes, but yes. we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to know more about like, or you liked more episodes on like 
generation comparisons or whatever, please leave us a comment in the <laughs> comment box below. We would love to just have more of these conversations. It was very interesting. So we've come to the end of our episode for today and we are launching a Telegram channel. So if you would love to participate in the discussions, we are going to start more discussions there. Join us. You can find the link in the description box below and we'd love to hear your opinion on that. So once again, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ngl.people and you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well as YouTube. Yep. So until next time, like, share and subscribe. See you. See Bye. Ya.